0: So as we were saying, uh, human beings have been getting along for uh, hundreds, if thousands, if not yes, millions of years. <laughs> welcome back, everybody. Um, so we're back. You know, like editing is what this is honestly all for.
1: What? What? That was his. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, put it in there. Editing is what this is for. But um, I didn't brush my teeth and I kind of thought about like, you know, what if like, you know people didn't brush their teeth for like hundreds of thousands if not millions of years I just
1: had three sets
0: of teeth. then we'd be like something like a shark and that'd be pretty fucking sick i
1: found a shark's tooth like two weeks ago it was a, will said it was a nursing shark
2: okay i'm stopping the recording <laughs> And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for holding on for our intermission. We had to get some blueberries and beer. So uh, we left off talking about the water table, I believe. If not, it was because we didn't hit the record button. But uh, we're here now. And um, just to ease back into things, Andrew's going to tell us a little bit about his – Andrew is a professional chef, by the way. He has cooked for Gandhi, the Buddha, um, Genghis Khan, and uh, Michael Jackson – all in the same night too. Um, he was off to a lot of DMT, so that's how they were all able to fit the same timetable. But uh apparently it was a hell of a meal and you know, he tried to make the same thing tonight. And um apparently it didn't go so well, so I'm gonna let him talk about it. But uh yeah, give it up for Andrew.
0: Give it up for me.
2: Um so when ancient
0: people, you know, it's humans. We're equipped with two sets of teeth. We got the the teeth in the back, which are molars. And they uh, they crunch up vegetables and shit. Then we got the teeth up front, and they're the uh, the canines, and they're for ripping and tearing meat and booty and booty and pussy. Um, but uh, so that's what those are for, and that's what sound effects are for. No, I'm just kidding. No, um, yeah, I like that one. Um, but. So we have that. And so uh, I think I told Will about this the other day, but it's like bears. Um, Bears are similar to humans. They uh, live both vegetarian and carnivore diets in the wild. And um, the ones that eat vegetables are very small, and the ones that eat meat are very large. And that's because of uh, caloric intake. And then – so what you have to look into there as well is – what kind of filtration systems go through natural processes in order to get things out of certain things. Um, And so, yeah. And so if you're eating, going back to the cold war topic previously, uh, lots of pesticides were introduced after uh, with a lot of chemicals that we found from Nazi Germany and they affect a lot of our plant sciences nowadays. And uh,
2: so you're saying that's, that's, that's a direct implication from the cold war. Yeah. The cold war after the JFK assassination
0: during it, yeah.
2: During it, yeah. JFK was trying to expose it. Do you think it was like a uh, just a one-day distraction, just so like they, they just shoot off the president, so everyone freaks out for a couple of days, and then like they just like change the food system?
0: No, nah, it's been happening for a long time, but JFK was like
2: prone to exposing it. Okay, now we're on the same page.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, good guy, though. Um,
2: I hate that he had to leave. You know. <laughs>
0: It's what had to happen, uh, because it did happen. You know what I mean? And
2: personally, I I don't really think that you know he actually died. That'd be sick. You know, you ever ever heard the uh, conspiracy of a, or the concept of a a stunt double?
0: I've never heard of a stunt double in
2: my life. Well, basically, it's where they clone somebody. I'm not talking about stunt doubles in the movies. Jackie
1: Chan didn't have one.
2: Yeah, well, now he has. Jackie Chan didn't have one. (laughs) He has arthritis. (laughs)
1: Uh, Jackie Chan, please eat some broccoli, some like broccoli, spinach, and pineapple. Both help with inflammation that will ultimately help with your arthritis. Reach.
2: Yeah. Jackie Chan, if you are listening to this, yeah. heed her words.
1: <laughs> so, I Andrew, I,
2: I do want to touch on this topic because you are about to hit a golden nail on the head. I, I apologize for interrupting you in the process, but I had to slow it down for our listeners because you know they have an average IQ of like 13, right? Because the only person that listens to this is me. <laughs> we we have fun all right and, and well he's a dog so what are you, Gunner? he's not anyway uh, um so uh so so hold on With well, hold on with the distractions because i'm trying to i'm trying to have a thought process here so um <clears throat> it's gone all right i'm gonna hand it off <laughs> i told i warned you like 10 seconds ago um so basically what 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 um you know you're talking about with the uh the j f k assassination in in the in the in 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 the uh the, the um the, in in um, the um, <laughs> eat meat that's what i'm trying to say the 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 advent thank you the advent of um chemicalized mass food production yeah okay so now that we have connected the dots for the cold war and the uh, chemical nature of our food in our society. Yeah. Um, what I want to know is, um, was that, was, what, do you, do you remember what day in history, what year, the, the, the Dust Bowl happened? Cause like when I, when I, do you, do you remember?
0: Sounds like something in
2: like maybe in the 1930s, maybe. Possibly. I bet Jenna would know.
1: Um, it was approximately 1911.
2: Okay, so 1911, JFK was assassinated in 1943. So, um, it was, it was 63. 57, yeah. six, 63, 63, 63. 63. Yeah. Okay, 1963. We actually have acquired the facts today. It
1: was on November 22nd, 1963. It was the first dark. It was the first dark day out of four.
2: There was four of those dark days. There wasn't three. There wasn't five. Because he was the best thing to ever happened in the United States
0: is the best thing that ever happened in the United States of America since like the 1930s.
2: And on that note, if you want to buy some merch, we have JFK shirts saying exactly what he said. We'll have them, we'll have them available tomorrow, May eight, May May nineteenth, seven o'clock a.m. EST. Um, fucking limited limited edition. Hold on, hold on. What?
1: Um, if you're ordering from Alaska, there will be a two hour delay. It's two. It's tomorrow.
2: The amount of information that has been coming through your ears the past five minutes, I'm so sorry, He's not. but I'll make up for it with this. So Andrew, yeah. with the cold war and the JFK assassination and the chemicalization and modification of our food, yeah. one thing I learned recently in the past month, was really the past two weeks was how the chemicalization of our food came as a result of our farming practices in our in our nation's history yeah. and have since transmitted and transmuted across the globe and to other countries and other nations as well, of course, trying to follow the uh, protocol that one of the leading nations, at least of today, as of America, sets, you know, probably in another six months, that's going to be China and then we're going to be old news. Yeah, However, do you know, China doesn't, they don't do that. Yeah. It's from us. Well
0: yeah, from us and also Brazil. You gotta talk to the mic.
2: Um uh, yeah, so China
0: imports a lot of uh raw products because they've raped a lot of their natural resources um in the past. Uh and so they uh so they kinda like import from a lot of other countries, including the United States of America, and it's kinda wild the relationship that exists within international trade now. Um
2: I oh, lost the topic. I got you. So bringing it back, um, I'm gonna pass this. <laughs> Andrew, I know that I noticed that you were coughing, so I want to hand you an herbal remedy no. um, that Jenna, our nutritionist of the show, has has made for us. This is bananas, walnuts, blueberries, pomegranates, coconut oil, honey, and uh, some cacao nibs. So that sounds like a nut, but a, I'm allergic to cocoa and B... He's allergic to walnuts too. Are you allergic to walnuts? No, no, no that's, that's someone else I know. Okay.
1: Just like.
2: So let's talk about how many chemicals are in that. Let's break it down. Okay. How many what? Chemicals are in that. Pomegranates come from Turkey. Uh, <laughs> turkey uses uh, naphtha and uh, what is that other chemical called? Um, diazepin. They really? No, no, no. What's that thing I told you the other day? Um, dianthus. No, that's a flower. Um, a beautiful flower. Is. Dianthuses are beautiful. You got firewitch, Dianthus. You got, I can go on. Frost. Okay. Well, it's, it's uh, I worked in nurseries for most of my life. So um um by dicamba. Jenna knows about dicamba, tell me what you know.
1: Literally nothing. Just
2: new information. Dicamba is uh every every couple of years the uh anti weed, anti insect, anti fungal, anti virus stuff is always sprayed on our plants, right? Our corn, our whiskey. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Our whatever, whatever we get gin from, whatever we get apples from, whatever we get fucking, I mean, whatever we get. Basically, the fabric of our life is 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 wheat and corn, right? Because from and wheat and from beans. and soybeans, because you know you put soy sauce on everything. So,
1: Taco, Bell, Taco Bell is forty so, percent soy. So, well, Taco Bell is one hundred percent soy? Forty percent. Really?
0: Yeah, it's great. He's saying. So there was a big, big thing like a long time ago in the 40%. news where they were like. He burped. I'm fine. I hope. I hope we're fine. Oh, yeah. Fine. Don't say that. Um. Inappropriate. Yeah. We can edit that out later. No, I'm just kidding. Um. I, were vaguely, first all, we're I doing an don't even know who that is. Um. But regardless, so Taco Bell is grade D beef, and there was a news article a long time ago. Grade D. Yeah, grade D.
2: One level from F.
0: I I don't really know how the grading system goes. I just it goes A B C D F. Did you go to school? Never. <laughs> I just know things. They've been imparted to me by Aristotle. Um believe that Harpers should be
1: Harpers. I'll talk about HARP. H A
2: A R P. A A R P Were you Done? I didn't mean to interrupt. I
0: don't know. No, nah, I mean like He hasn't even gotten to this point yet. No. I'm so slow. Um so Taco Bell, grade Z beefs, this is anecdotal. It could be grade F, could be grade fucking C. Who the fuck knows? But basically, it's the <laughs> – No video, but beautiful things happened. Um, So it's the same quality as like what they make dog and cat food out of. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> and she,
2: and yeah. You're laughing, but that, that's what they're feeding the masses.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's but – Yeah, it's, it's healthy though. It's low-key healthy. Like here's the thing because it's made but out of
1: – Four times a week.
0: Yeah, no exactly, leaf. exactly, and that's why like it's because it's soy, and like that's Number like
1: six, how. Beef. <laughs>
0: no promo, please give us your money. Um, but uh, so it's like forty percent soy protein, and so it's not like animal protein, and therefore it's like quote unquote healthier for you. It promotes like a more uh, uh diverse microbiome as far as like your digestive processes, and therefore a healthier living. So like it's it's low key a good thing, but it doesn't sound palatable.
2: Well, no, I would say I would say my counter to that is it doesn't sound palatable as what you say. You know that's why they put cheese and stuff on it. But uh I the
1: on brain is heroin.
2: Exactly. They're doping us up really with shitty ass food. Cheese has the same effect as heroin. Sugar has the same effect as cocaine. They're they're all they're all in it's way worse. You know, but cocaine obviously makes you feel better. But uh, yeah, yes. However, you know. <laughs> Let's get back to the soy issue because, you know, a lot of people, they think soy is for the, uh, the Democrats and for vegetarians. Right. But.
1: So 70 percent of our row crops in America are to feed the livestock. 70 percent of our row crops are to feed our like our meat source.
2: This is true. And another fact on that. Is if seventy percent of our whatever how she said, what? How many organs? How many organs do you? Eat? We're gonna get to that in a second. That's a whole. That's like chapter two. We're in chapter one point seven right now. So okay, so seventy percent of our row crops are going to feed the livestock to feed us. Now, imagine this. Imagine this, and this is the world issue that we really need to talk about right now because this is why. This is this is why you need to wake the fuck up because no, I'm not preaching. I'm screaming from the top of my lungs. I'm into the wind because Jenna, I'm Jenna. I'm too. I'm too ADD for this shit. I need y'all to be quiet. Okay. So hear me out. 70% of our row crops, the agricultural agricultural in America, and in and South America, this is why we're destroying the rainforest is to feed us. China's right? South America. China, to feed the world, the people, right? Side
1: note, side, quick side note. Okay, so the only reason that we even still have a rainforest is because of mosquitoes. Because if it wasn't for mosquitoes, they would like have already cut down on rainforest. Just like a side note.
2: Why wouldn't they wear bee outfits? Yeah. <laughs> just
1: like That's ridiculous. Move on.
2: All right, disproven. <laughs> so. Seventy percent of our row crops are are, are spent towards the soy and stuff that feed the livestock. Now, the more important issue, and it's not much more important because they're both equally important, but the more pressing issue, because the soil can last. Soil can last a couple years.
1: We've lost
2: like we lost Hold on, Jenna's coming now. <laughs>
1: We've we have lost well, I'm not done, millions I'm not of acres of um Farmable for farm. arable land because you know, it dies. Like, we, like, it, like, we've seriously, like, I, I will look it up right now. Like, we've lost millions of acres of our arable land in America because of incorrect, like, farm techniques, like agricultural techniques.
2: My agricultural, Acapulco. Acapulco.
1: Once again, I am from New York, New York,
2: New Jersey, New Jersey. So, I'm gonna try to get my point as fast as I can because I've been having a bad time. So, um, if uh, 70% of our row crops are going to to the food for the food for us. Think about how much water is going to make that food for the food for us. And then how much is water is going to um, the cows and the chickens and all all that stuff after that. So like basically 90% of our water source is going towards the production of meat and meat. The production of meat is what is killing this planet. They're cleaning the rainforest to grow crops and to grow agricultural and to grow cows and shit for us. And that is what is destroying the environment because – let me grab this beer before you spill it over. Mm-hmm. I know. I um, know. Because I grabbed it. Um, so this is why the world – here's my point. If you get nothing out of this today, if you get nothing else out of this podcast, first of all, if you made it this far – Send me your email address, and I will give you $30. We love
1: you!
2: I will send you crypto. I will send you a gift card. They don't
1: deserve
2: it. I will send it you takes, a hand...
1: It takes, it takes like 136 liters. And subscribe. It takes 130... I do believe it takes 136 liters of water to produce the meat for one hamburger.
2: Jenna has a very excellent point, um, except it's extremely undervalued. The... Uh, the When I say undervalued, I mean an incorrect figure. When I say undervalued, she said 136 liters to make one pound of beef. No, one hamburger patty. Okay, one hamburger patty. Does that mean to kill a cow? So let's make that – the average hamburger is one-third of a pound. So multiply that by three. So 136 – 136 times three. I don't know what that is, but – but when you convert to gallons, it's about 500 gallons of water to go from a soybean seed or a corn feed less. seed. No, what I'm saying is she was undervalued. Um, I'm it it takes over two. It, I know for a fact it takes two hundred over 200 gallons. It, it's between 200 and 700 gallons of water to make one pound of ground beef and that goes from the seed to the plant from the plant to the plant that grinds the plant to the cow feed into the cow. And then you got to water the cow and then the cow gets ground up in the factory, which also uses water potentially. And then, um, yes. So to make, let's let's, tell you what, this, this 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 podcast is all about actual facts. So if you stick with me for about 10 seconds, I'm going to Google right now on a, yeah. diff- on, a, on a different tab so I don't close you out. How many gallons of water does it take to produce one pound of beef? The answer is 1,799 gallons of water to make one pound of beef. Okay. And this is for the, all the whole fucking process. Okay. One pound of pork takes 567 gallons, gallons 1,799. This is way beyond our, our initial projections.
0: But
2: how many gallons are in the ocean? ocean? Doesn't matter because you cannot use salt water to farm. You cannot use salt water to fucking I'm farm agriculture, agriculture either. I mean, when I say agriculture, agriculture, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the word for culture is for but farming par- meat. I know permaculture and I know agriculture. I'm talking about meat culture, uh, the ranching. meat culture of America,
0: ranching.
2: ranching, whatever the fuck, mass, whatever. So, here's the thing. This, this is this is what I want you to get out of this episode. The world, because of this gross underestimation of what is actually going on, to put a fucking hamburger on your plate takes. 1,800 motherfucking gallons of water. Clean, fresh, palatable water. How many gallons in the ocean? I, okay, we'll get to that in a second, Andrew. Also,
1: America, America wastes 40% of our food. We do
0: waste a lot.
2: Yeah, food. we do. We do. However, let me get to my point. We're getting there. We're getting there. So, the world runs out of water.
0: How much is it cost
2: The water runs out in the world. Based on our agriculture and based on our, um, what, Jenna, you, what, What what is the term for producing animals?
1: We have livestock and row crop.
2: Livestock. Okay. Thank you. Agriculture and livestock production. Um, we run out of water in 30 years. Okay. So based on this figure, we run out of water in 30 years. So what does that mean?
0: What
2: does that mean? I'm going to tell you what that means. And this is the only thing I want anybody, my guests included and myself and anyone else listening to this to understand something is about to change. There's a lot of things going on in the world right now. There's a lot of things, a lot more things that are about to happen. And this will be in our next podcast. And I will, I'll try to cut this and chop it up and edit it so that it's palatable for the average viewer so that you listen to our next podcast. Because this is serious stuff. Something huge to humanity is about to happen because simply because it has to. Because if it doesn't, we run out of clear, fresh water, drinking water in 30 fucking years. Um, And on that note, I'm going to pass the mic. I'm going to pass the mic. Who wants it?
1: Jenna. So also going back to like our water source, um, fluoride has been being added to our water source for the past 75 years. And like, whenever I, um, whenever I asked my grandparents about like flora being in the water, they were like, oh no, it's not in the wells. And They had no idea they had made it all the way to our wells yet. Um, man, my ADD is way too bad for this. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Um, it's okay. But anyway, it's been the. So, like, people don't even realize, like, that fluoride is in our water. It has leaked into our wells. I guess going, like, water connects to water, so it's eventually going to be everywhere. Um, But if you have a well, my mother was telling me, like, as a child, our um, dentist would add, like, extra fluoride. And you can get fluoride peels from your dentist. Because if you have well water, they tell you to, like, check your well water so you know how much to ask your dentist for um to protect your teeth. And fluoride, um, statistically, like, doesn't even help our teeth.
0: Ew. It coats your... It's supposed to, like...
1: But what fluoride does do to your brain, because it does directly affect your brain, is that, um the pineal gland, like, it, um, like, it, like, immediately affects it. Um, and if you're Christian, which, like, I do believe in God, but, um... Like, I believe that he, like, one way that he talks to us is, like, through our imagination. Um, The things that we see are, like, ultimately, like, a way for him to talk to us. Like, the epiphanies we have are, like, visions from him. And the pineal gland is, like, the part of the brain that projects those. And so, for our being in our water, like, as, you know, a believer of God, like, I do believe that it has affected our way of communicating with him. Andrew, your thoughts, opinions, facts.
0: Sounds probable um I mean I don't really know I mean it's it's not anything that's not meant to be there from the natural cycle of things is not technically meant to be there um there's a lot of uh, well I mean if you look at I talk about religion if you want to look at any religion a lot of people are thinking more um a long time ago than they really were now um there's kind of a uh you know i think the last wave of philosophy that the world saw was kind of around like the 1960s or 70s maybe um i don't know you, I, it's and that's like obviously a byproduct of the spreading of all those chemicals and whatnot and it, it reaches them a a level of uh permeation within society um, for a multitude of reasons, um, very quickly because of the way that it builds up. Um, I listened to hashtag Joe Rogan, just kidding. Um, podcast recently about, uh, microplastics and how they build up in, uh, food supplies. And that really ties into agriculture because there's a lot of, uh, plastics that are held up in milking cows. Um, and, uh, and a lot of the general stuff that, like, if you look at some of the things about how, Uh, Some cats are fed carnivorous diets. They're fed the byproduct of cows. You think about what we eat from a cow um, on a daily basis. We eat a lot of muscle, um, but we don't really eat a lot of uh, other organs. You kind of wonder where do those go? You know what I mean? Uh, (laughs) Maybe Uh, that'd be pretty cool if they did. She said, she said to the Chinese, Um, (laughs) but uh, I mean, if that is, that's pretty cool because somebody's eating them and shit like that but like it should be us you know what i mean because uh you know you look at the way we're supposed to be living you know what i mean like uh, a lot of natural cultures believe in eating the whole animal all that kind of stuff all the organs and stuff like that and we're kind of only eating the muscles we miss a lot of our uh our nutrient intake from that kind of area um but like because of that like you just kind of hit encounter layers of filtration but what happens is uh you get all these buildups of microplastics because of the way that things are packaged, because of the uh, chemicals that are put into all of these uh, plants and stuff like that. And what it does is it changes the way that our hormones actually function
1: Preach. fundamentally
0: as human beings. Um, and they've <laughs> and they've they've shown it in uh, in animals, and it's been in the news for animals for a long time. Uh, But like a lot of people don't really think, you know, they're like, you know, uh, it doesn't really, I don't die right now, today, tomorrow, I haven't died. So like everything's chill. Um, But they don't really think about the uh, lasting impacts and the way that things can chemically compound through either consumption levels or through uh, generational and uh, like mutational levels. Um, And so... A lot of these things they don't they don't they're not really apparent apparent to people on a day to day basis, um, because it doesn't really have any immediate side effects that are recognizable within your lifespan. But when it compounds genetically over uh, you know two or three generations, it'll start having a more pronounced effect if the same types of uh, outside consumption and along paired with the uh, genital mutational. Uh, passing on because mutations only pass on when they're, uh, they're recessive traits. They only pass on when both people have them. So both people have to be intaking the same type of thing. So if you end up mating with somebody who has a similar intake to you, they'll have similar mutations at a genetic level, probably, which will further compound down the genetic line. Um, and so this is just, it's not, it's not natural. You know what I mean? It's not a, I'm not gonna say it's for better or worse or whatever, but it's definitely not, uh, what was intended. Uh, because it's very – the methods of which it takes to obtain it are very unintentional. Um, so it's just definitely not uh, all the use of all these chemicals and stuff like that. Like people just kind of need to to realize what's happening. That's definitely a big bottom line.
2: Andrew, thank you very much for saying all that in such an eloquent manner. Um, yeah, if, if you didn't understand what he said, rewind it right now and like listen to it again. Because sometimes like this man is on like a whole other dimension. Like – You honestly have to listen to it twice sometimes. Like, I don't even know where I am right now. Just kidding. I'm actually right there. I'm actually right there with him because we're born at the same quantum wavelength, didn't know that until recently. However, going off of that, you know, aside with the chemical additions that he's talking about, right, you know, we do have a uh, an expert with us today. Miss Jenna Barnes, Jenna Bird. I mean, sorry for the 40 the and slip the real real identity. But um, <laughs> so Jenna going to talk about the the chemical nature of our farming practices and how that impacts ASD, which is autism spectrum disorder and the rise of autism and uh, also what that implicates for society today. And because it is it is a very scary statistic. And so if you're not buckled on your way to work, buckle up now because this is the road's about to get really bumpy. We have, we do have a uh, interruption real quick. Um hold on one second, here we go. Y'all,
0: have y'all seen the most recent Predator movie? You asking me? Everybody. I
2: I've, I've not seen a movie in, in ten years.
1: Um I saw Johnny Bravo the other day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Johnny Bro was a really good show. Um, but the most recent Predator movie, um, there's an autistic boy who's like supposed to be the one that the Predators are there for. And it's very, I was just wondering if y'all had seen that because it was interesting.
2: So it makes sense in the Predator movies that there would be an autistic man. Okay. So that's basically symbolic of 20 years. Because 20 years in the future, we're not even going to be here. All right, it's gonna be those things running around, fucking licking our brains, <laughs> breaking our brains, licking our brains like lollipops, like tootsie pops, trying to get to the center, and the center is the pineal gland, and that's 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 the chocolate at the center of the tootsie pop for these aliens,
1: which fluoride immediately affects, <clears throat> and that's what we.
0: Makes- I don't know you are referencing what I like. <laughs>